that's sad. <laughs> Is that sad appropriate? True. Sad, but <laughs> sad but true. Hitting home. <laughs> so, uh, Den Den Man, what uh, what's what's happening, man? You know, what's going on in your world? Uh, it's been a um, lots of stuff going on. A little surgery action and the uh, better half's worst leg, so to speak. Finally, a description of it which made sense to me in the. Not on the not on the worst half's best leg. That's right. That would be my right leg. Yes. <laughs> this okay. is my better half's worst leg. Okay. And um, he said, "Look, the meniscus is shaped like a C, and uh, your joint goes up against it. It's attached on either end of the C. Those are called roots." And they, they, they connect that uh, meniscus to your bone structure. And one of yours broke. And I said, that explains the pop. And he said, exactly. And he reattached it with a stitch and then sewed her back up. And now she cannot put any pressure on the leg for six solid weeks. Can't even go in the water immersed without using her leg for two weeks or so it won't heal. crutches her. is the crutches wheelchair walker which we happen to have in abundance here we are an all-purpose uh, health facility health and aging facility yes um and it's coming in handy so you know a buddy of mine who i did some work for i don't know if i told you the story but he uh Back in the day, he had a, a serious injury that was to his hip, I believe. And so a buddy of his gave him a chair that the buddy had that was electric that would not only recline flat like a bed, but would raise you up tall standing yes. and lift you. They're called lift chairs. I used to sell them. Ah, did you? You used to sell them. Well, I used to work at a, I used to build the website for a company that sold them. No kidding. What a connection we have. Yes. In in the UK, they're called riser recliners, which is stupid huh. because the UK is stupid. Like like we need to know both functions. Right, exactly. Riser recliner. That Well, that makes sense. A double R. Yeah. But yes, they're so, called. Uh, so Nikki, is, uh, she is in, in that chair. Cool. And it, it takes stands her right up to her crutches and she's getting the hang of it. She's a trooper. It was forty minute procedure, horoscopic. Man, and, that is not. Yeah. That's not bad for what that is. Like, I'm always blown away by modern medical science about how, like, if that had happened a hundred years ago, you'd just be fucked. Oh well, like, yeah, you, you, the rest you of your life. Yeah, you, you she would. She was starting to heal. She was starting to heal with a limp. But it didn't hurt anymore, and she could bend her leg a while. But it had been six weeks, so her body was adapting to the injury. They had that leg wrap like she, like she's a mummy. Oh, my God, it's big. And she's doing well. She's learning crutches. I was on crutches a long time, long, long time, nine months, nine months. And, and then I had a walking cast, which kept breaking. So you could you could beat her at a race. 
at the at the moment. Uh, back in the day, I wouldn't even want to try now. I would be ridiculous. <laughs> but I probably could, yes, if I had them. If I had a little bit of time to adjust, I was good with them. The trick is you got to keep them close to your feet. You can't you can't put the crutch way out like you're a giant figure A, because that opens you up to twice as much bump area. What are we keeping close to our feet? The crutches. The crutches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. You don't want to be spread legged with the crutches because that's just a chair that was eight inches away suddenly is in play. Where if they were closer to your leg, it wouldn't be. Okay. See what I'm saying? Welcome to our crutches racing podcast. Well, uh, where you know, it's important. I've got strategy. A I, I got a few notes here. I need a, a crutch like that just to be able to remember where I'm at. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm your crutch, you know, mentally. My favorite series would be Captain Crutch. Your very favorite serial? Serial, back in the day. You said, you said series. But the... Uh, so I've been watching this, uh, the... Re the the restart of my one of my favorite TV shows ever called Black Mirror, and is and, this uh, a, a completely new series of episodes or is, is it a repeat? No, this is a complete it's a all reboot. new all new episodes uh, reboot. Well, so the first few uh, seasons, as we say in America, uh, were. Uh, f- like five episode series, as they say in U- the in the UK in England, and uh, and then eventually Netflix bought them and did a couple more with them. But then there was some legal dispute about the ownership of the of the show, and it's it was. It was just recently resolved, and so the creator was able to go back and uh, and like make, and make some new ones, and, and pick up where they left off. But yes, but it's uh, it's one of these shows where every episode is its own little world. Like there's no overarching uh, theme storyline. Storyline like the characters is, is are all a, new every like time. A, is it a bunch of short stories in on on film? Look, the the best possible uh, way that I can describe it to you is that it is um, the, the the creepy sci-fi show. Uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. It's Twilight Zone, where every Twilight Zone was its own unique yes. uh, show. So right. it's it's that, uh, but modernized. Yes. Uh, well, and that's exactly what my question was, and you answered it. Uh, Eventually, at best, but um, it's now resolved. <laughs> so it was. It wasn't a series in the sense of episodic. It's more just a. Uh, it, it is a collection. Yes, uh, this particular uh, dump, because that's the way Netflix does things, was five episodes. Black magic. Is, hmm. Black magic. Black mirror. 
or black mirror the 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 metaphor is relating to how we are staring at our phones all the time and how that leads to evil uh and that's the original the original metaphor and it uh, and it keeps going but Yikes. this that would affect a few people yeah, so there there are so many different takes. A lot of the previous ones were um, were what they call like near future sci-fi. That's what I used to love about Michael Crichton was uh, yeah. he would take stuff that is like totally possible scientifically now and then like push it like what if we could do this one other extra thing? Right, one, and that's how you get Jurassic Park and right. and those things and. Uh, so a lot of it was that near future sci-fi where you, it doesn't take a lot to buy into, oh, these people are just doing things that I do, but now there's this other little extra bit of, uh, like there was one episode where there were like, uh, drone, uh, like insect bees that could like fly around and like spy on you and things like that. Uh, and I... After watching this whole f- new five episode uh, season, I went back and I watched what is generally considered to be one of the most mind fucking uh, episodes of all of them, which is uh, it's it, the the sh- the episode is called "The Entire History of You" or something like that, and the premise is. What if uh, at any time you could go and rewatch video of what your eyes saw at any time during your life? Which is like, ah, oh, what a superpower. Like I could go back and rewatch that lecture. I could I could go and remember yeah, what that it was when my when my when my kid <laughs> yeah. When my kid first <laughs> first took his first steps or there we go. Uh, any of that, any of that stuff, but what they, what ends up happening is it devolves into this, uh, uh, this, you know, what, what was that look that you gave to that other guy at the, at the dinner party the other night? And the, the other, the other important feature is not only can you replay it all within your own retinas, you can like project it onto a television. So you can be like, Hey, hey, look at look at what I saw. Uh huh. And Crazy. you can replay. So it's you, horrible. And you can replay everything that ever happened. It? It's it's really it's the fucking worst. And then and then it devolves into uh, like so. You remember you remember when you said that uh, that you had this this one fling with this with this is the the husband talking. Remember when you when you said you had this one fling with this guy in Marrakesh and 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 the woman's like yeah yeah I told you about that it was it was like a week or whatever. Uh, or no yeah he, he, she said yeah that was like a month and he was like no you said that was a week and she was like no 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 and then he like rewinds and shows her you said it was a fucking week and she's like oh well geez I'm sorry it wasn't more than that anyway they go to the point where it's uh, it just destroys relationships yeah. because the ability to 
not only to go back and show what everyone has ever spoken to you, uh, to like throw that in their face of like, you said this and right, now right, you're claiming right, this right. other thing. Not only that, but you can, but you can get to the point of like, oh yeah, well show me what happened that night from your, from your point of view, project that onto the, onto the television. Oh, right now. oh God. Yes. And that oh, shit gets God, dark yes. as fuck. Oh. And so anyway, oh. that that's one of the, because it feels like we're so, we're so close to that, right? Yeah, like yeah, we have yeah. these, these new goggles coming out that are going to be recording shit. And it, it feels like we're so close to that future. And what a de what I love about Black Mirror is that it shows all of the, ways that what seems like innocent good technology uh will totally Gone fuck astray. Us. Yes. Gone uh, so awry. Anyway, that's that's my pitch. Uh well it, okay, let me quickly uh the the as a first footnote, Yes. There's an epilogue. It's a it, it's a it's a pro it's a prologue because I'm I'm in favor of logs. Uh the <coughs> The first episode of this of this new one was, that blew everyone's mind was uh, because Netflix is like owns this show now, they were able to uh, poke fun at themselves in this crazy way. So they the first episode was uh, here's the premise. Imagine uh, you go to work and you have sort of a shitty day at work and. Uh, you had to fire someone and you're just middle management. So you're just like re relaying the news that this person is fired and you come home and you turn on uh, your TV and you're look browsing for shows with your boyfriend. And uh, there's this show and your name is Joan. And there's this show called Joan is awful. And it's there's the, the, and it looks, it sort of looks like you, but the, but the person is played by Selma Hayek. Okay, uh -huh. and so uh -huh. and your and your boyfriend is like, let's what the hell is this? She kind of looks like you, and uh, let's see what this is. And you start to watch, and it replays your whole fucking day, played by a played by a celebrity, played by celebrities, uh, showing all the shitty things that you did that day <laughs> to other people, and. And then you like you you and part of your day was going to your therapist where you talked about how I'm not so sure how much I love my boyfriend. You know, oh, I had such a good time with my with my ex, uh, and you're there sitting on the couch watching that with your boyfriend. And uh, anyway, it it goes from there. But like the. And is it and, done like the show has a soundtrack, like a laugh track? Is it? No, no, no. There's no laugh track. But, but the, but then like everyone sees that that night, and then you go into work the next day, and everyone has seen your previous day uh, displayed with your worst uh, aspects like embellished, and and it just keeps going on and on. So the, but I, I'm but sure I commit suicide. I'm sure I've mentioned this that. Uh, no, she comes up with a m more creative uh, exit strategy that I won't spoil. Uh, but I'm sure I've mentioned that we are coming so close to having our own AI-generated television for us. Uh -huh. 
where we're going to be like, I want a murder mystery with uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And you can just name people that you that you want to see on the TV show and it will be able to generate that for you. And when you when you get bored, when it notices that you get bored, as Netflix already does, uh, it will uh, it will learn that, oh, okay, Dennis doesn't like this particular pot, plot twist. The next time we'll do a different one. How do they know that? What are you hooked up to? Already they know when you, when you pause, they know every, uh, they know that you paused at a particular point in the show. And, or, or, or if you left that episode. So they oh, know right, right. that this is the, after, right after uh, so-and-so says this horrible thing, you, you like 20% uh, of people leave. Right. And, and boy, I got and you. Bail. So it's an observation of reaction rather than right. Uh, but but also it's uh, it's but it's also personalized. So when you open Netflix, which you don't, but uh, the royal you, some other people that are listening, uh, they you're gonna see the same shows. Well, no, you're going to see shows suggested to you based on your previous uh, watching experience. But for the same show, they're going to show you a different uh, a different image to, to click on. So if they know that you are uh, it, that you really like um, blonde women, they're going to show the 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 particular actress that start that stars in that show to you uh, as opposed to uh, other people where they're going to show something else so it's uh it's kind of wild that like that's already being done and i can't i can't fault them for it because it's super fucking clever that they can figure that out and yeah. and do that to because we're in this attention economy where everyone like the thing that is scarce is attention and it's and if you can figure out how to get people to listen or watch or whatever pay attention to you then you then you win which is why this sentence has not ended yet and we're going to keep going <laughs> until i decide that the sentence is over and then we might discuss something that you want to talk about well um, this is Fascinating, utterly fascinating. Indeed. I particularly liked it when you described it, the way they pronounce it in the UK. They, they say Netflix. So uh, we have to talk about this week's news, the biggest thing in all the news. Um, Taylor Swift fell off the stage. Did she? Poor thing. Yeah, well. I love her. I was just practicing one of her songs before we, uh, before we connected. Is she okay? This was a while ago. Yeah, she was caught. 
of course, by adoring fans, I'm sure. Oh, a while ago. Okay, so that's not this week's news. Well, <laughs> silly. You said the most important news, so it struck a note because at the time it was anyway. Bad example. Sorry. Today I walked to the grocery store listening to a that podcast talking about, amazing. A, talking about a topic. Uh, and when I got to the grocery store, everyone in the grocery store was talking about that exact topic. What's the topic? Today? This is in Spain. In Spain. But it's but it's it's global. I was listening to a, Americans on the podcast. Did you win the soccer? Um, no. What? What? Have you heard about the submarine? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. The lost Titanic? The one they, that got lost looking for Titanic, looking at Titanic? As we record, and before I publish this, uh, in theory, the people on the submarine have like 15, 20 hours of oxygen left. Right, and they hear so, a tapping. So by the time I publish this, uh, they will be ex-submariners. Uh, or survivors. That seems super unlikely. They heard knocking today. Yeah, what they heard was something that happened every 30 minutes. They heard some some vibrations. Uh, but hearing knocking and finding the darn thing are two different, very different things. Call darn it. My, my guess is that there's two possibilities. Uh we will never know what happened to this particular submarine uh, until like 100 years from now when someone like freaking finds it on the seafloor. Uh. Or, uh, or they very quickly imploded and died immediately, and that is the best possible scenario I can imagine. Uh, but and they are so not. Where, where they're not did, getting rescued. Where did the Titanic go down exactly? In in uh, and the North Atlantic, way, way so, north. Um, it's off the uh, coast of like uh, Nova Scotia, right? And so, what's Spain's connection with that? None. Just that it's world. It's just, world it's news. just international news. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was. I thought there was more. Something more on a. No, no, no. It's just. It's just the news that everyone right. is talking about because right. it's. Right. Right. It's the most interesting because people love. Uh, you know, it's like uh, the the miners that were lost, or baby Jessica, or Balloon Boy, or those those things where it's like. This person is probably dead, but they might not Maybe be. Maybe not. And let's talk about it and and figure out all the ways so we can talk about it. So you say people love that, but it's like this abhorrent love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 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 uh, it's the worst part of media. Uh, like if it bleeds, it leads. Like people will people want to talk about the worst possible shit like no one wants to talk about this grandmother that uh saved a bunch of butterflies and the local kindergarten you know came and and was all 
you know, it's like that, that's not, a, that's not news. <laughs> that's not a news story. People don't click on that shit. People click on this person is probably dead, but there's a chance we can, that someone will rescue them. But let's all imagine the worst. I don't know. That's, that's like, do you remember Balloon Boy? Um, but yeah, um, the boy lived in the balloon, right? They did a movie no. about it with, uh, no, no, Jake, no. uh, huh? Balloon Boy was this, this thing that happened in 2009. And I watched it live. Uh, this, the idea was that, uh, this family had built this homemade uh, balloon that like resembled a flying saucer and that their six-year-old son had somehow become trapped inside it and it had like started floating away. And everyone was like, oh God, how do we get that little boy out of the balloon? And it was for... Uh, it felt like a whole day. It was probably only like six hours or something. It was like the biggest thing that everyone cared about. And, yeah. uh, turns out it was, it was, uh, it was a hoax. Like the boy was never in the balloon. Uh, but, but it had everyone fucking raptured for, uh, for a Did good they while. show uh, some, you I could mean, see live footage of the balloon in the sky. Like, People were following along with a balloon, but they were like, but "Could you see a shadow of a boy in the balloon?" No, it was like he, he was like in a in a uh, in then like a an basket? enclosed uh, place, a basket, but it, it, like a basket. But uh, but it, they were like, "Well, we can't shoot it down," and but also it's getting super high, so like, can he breathe? And anyway, uh, it flew over there. It flew for uh, 50 miles, according to Wikipedia. And then what? Uh, and then landed uh, 12 miles northeast of Denver Airport. No boy, no boy anywhere to be found. Where the boy was not found inside. And it was reported that an object had been seen falling from the balloon. A search was begun. Later that day, the boy was found hiding in the attic of his home. He had apparently been there in the entire, the entire time. <laughs> but, like, I don't even know if the parents really knew that it was a hoax. I think the parents might've been actually freaked out that, that right. we can't find our son. And Which we just had a balloon in our yard that just yeah. took off accidentally. And, oh my God, he's probably in there. Uh, yeah. But right. anyway, no, I, I, uh, this is all news to me, man. Uh, this is all news. This, what? this is 2006 did you say 2009. 2009 i followed this shit in, in real time live i remember where was like, it again i didn't get much work done that day uh october 15th 2009 uh it was in above fort collins colorado colorado a gas balloon shaped to resemble a silver flying saucer was released into the atmosphere and they claimed that their six-year-old son falcon Poor kid's name was trapped inside. Uh, authorities claim the balloon reached seven thousand feet during its ninety-minute flight. It was only ninety minutes. God, it felt like hours. Uh huh. Anyway, well, but still, was, real time. That's that's. 
it's it was uh it was exhilarating part of your morning uh afternoon for me but yes Uh morning for them but yes it was uh how do we get here uh from the submarine yeah the submarine is uh, like news big news and and you would you would list it out as some of the similar type big news many of which i was familiar with and one of which i wasn't which was this one that was the tangent that was the tree from which it blossomed this conversation other, other big news uh what about uh potus's kid who hunter oh yeah 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 well interesting analysis is that uh you know there's a People lot sure of people are excited smart lawyers around who say, you know, these are charges that you never see anybody get charged for, particularly after you turn the money in for your taxes, you paid it off. It's way after the fact. (laughs) Nobody, nobody, they don't have the time to prosecute that. They got their money back. And uh, and the felony uh, firearm possession, which is undergoing probably you know, Fourth Amendment rights uh, review. Um, Just, you know, just crazy. But like the, it highlights the left and the right media coverage because I'm pretty sure the right is like blowing everything up like this is the biggest thing ever like we got him uh no actually they're saying he's getting away scot-free he you know slap on the cheek the prosecutor was appointed by trump who prosecuted him in delaware all above all above the law all and treated him more harshly uh which he accepted and daddy's relieved you know uh, it's been reported that uh, Joe, not surprisingly, talks to his son almost every day. Hmm. He talks to him every day to encourage him. You know, um, and so it's uh, it, it isn't going to leave it alone. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the Republicans doing the investigation said they're doing an investigation of what this is, and they say the. <laughs> the, this would no way will affect our investigation. It's like, well, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Your investigation was about whether he didn't pay his taxes and that he had a gun thing. And both of those things are no <laughs> resolved. So this will no way affect that's it, it, right? Oh, no. No, those are just examples of the kind of thing we mean. And then on and, and, and on and on. It's we're in a fascinating time where we've got a 76 year old running against an 81 year old. And, uh, you know, people talk about Biden, you know, as if close to death. I'll tell you, I think he's a little bit more fit than fat man Trump, than the big orange man, than the big balloon orange man. Oh, my God, the man is enormous. He's got an ass. I mean, Jesus it looks like Chris Christie with blonde fucking hair. But he's got so much energy. He he sounds so much younger. Well, I haven't heard him. To be honest, gratefully, I haven't heard him speak. You're right. He sounds like he's about years. eleven. 
so well there's that yes much younger yeah so on i just went to foxnews.com and the first story is the submarine and the second one is hunter biden so bingo bingo we're, we're doing it in the right order it, bro yes i've been uh i've been doing uh home care and a little bit of contract work mow the lawn got the lawn being watered uh, on the lawn up up mowing the lawn that was a great great song mowing the lawn up, are you hoeing the lawn too or up, just mowing up, mowing the lawn you can tell by the way my lawn is mowed. I'm a caretaker. I'm a mowing man. You know I water. Here you go. Yeah. There we go. So it's it's hot today. Hot. Hot. 88 degrees in the sun mm. in my back uh, man's cave area out in my yard where I do my storage and my potting for my plants. It registered 110 in the sun. Jesus. And, uh, in the shade uh, in the 90s. Um, that hot. That's hot. Hot I'm in your man that's, shed. That's hot. You're, that's sweat dribbling down your back of your nape of your neck and running down the back of your shirt and down and wetting your skivvies. Mm-hmm. Skivvy wetting. Your are soaked through. Skivvy uh, wetting hot. Working too hard. I avoid that like the plague. <laughs> that wet drippy sweat stuff um but yeah i'm uh i'm uh it's been a, a pretty good week surgery on the home front very went very well as i may have mentioned i think i did earlier but uh so i don't know if i got uh watch some more war movies so there's some stories there of course what was the last one we watched Watch Platoon with um, uh, Sam Berenger as the uh, crazed. Uh, uh, yeah, you said last week that you were that you were uh, condemned to watch more more movies with yes, uh, yes with your yes. father-in-law. But then I went back and watched Oliver Stone's movie, um, uh, uh, Born on the Fourth of July, mm -hmm. which was ten years earlier. It was amazing to me how it was the same actors <laughs> but so much younger the same actors uh, I, and i could shout them out i did you know there were like four or five that i shouted out you know my father-in-law's deep so i gotta shout him out anyway i think he can hear what i'm yelling but if you don't look if you're not looking at him it's hard for him to know what you're saying i guess but right i used anyway, to I used to listen to a podcast that their their whole gimmick was every week we're going to watch a, a war movie and and talk about it. And oh, no kidding! Well, it was uh, there were three. It was three dudes. Uh, one was like an avid history buff, and another and the other two were like uh, movie makers. And so they could talk about like the techniques and stuff being used in making the movies. And at the end of every episode, uh, 
like when they started, they had collected like a spreadsheet of a hundred uh, war movies, and they kept adding to it because people kept suggesting other uh, movies. And at the end of every episode, they would roll a like two hundred sided die and uh, and pick the next the next movie that they're going to watch. And it was it was very very interesting to. Uh, look at to hear about all the different uh, takes on war and like if they did like two or three World War II movies in a row they would like exclude those so they would like uh, switch around to different wars but uh, it was it was quite good uh, and did you listen to the podcast in addition to watch the movie or generally not watch the movie and just listen to the podcast. Normally, I would listen and not have watched the movie. Uh, a couple times they talked about movies that I had seen, uh, in and that was fine. But every couple times a year, I would hear about the the next movie that was coming up and um, and go and watch it before I listen to it, but. Regardless, it was entertaining to hear uh, people talk about uh, things like. Um, God damn it! Uh, we talked about it. The uh, the Russian roulette. Uh, oh, uh, Vietnam uh, deer hunter. Deer hunter, yes. Uh, yes. Like that particular one was uh, like I think I I heard that episode before I watched it, but then I yeah. watched it and I listened to it again. Uh, but that um, that that kind of thing. And I, I, just as a point of reference, I could not find Apocalypse Now when I did my search, but it's got to be held by you know maybe by Netflix or something like that, but. Uh, that is a war movie different from all war yes. movies. Yes. I, I think the first time I watched that in college, just, I guess for, for goofs, I, I took a, uh, a film appreciation class, uh, where I was like, this is nonsense we're just gonna sit around and watch and watch movies and it's true we did sit around and watch movies but then i had to write some reports about movies um which i think we've discussed about my goodwill hunting report but uh the uh we watched our our professor got apocalypse now on the super ultra wide uh film uh version of it and we watched that and holy shit, that is that is fucking filmmaking. It's Robert Duvall in his is to me his defining role. I mean Robert Duvall. All, all other all other roles to be to be uh, compared uh, to his role. Wait, wait, wait. Robert Duvall. No. Yes. I love the smell of burning napalm in the morning. That's not Robert Duvall. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. It looks like him. No, it's him. 
Nah. No, 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 no. You got Dennis Hopper. You got Marlon Brando. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, super young. Young. I mean, even even Harrison Ford was had a little cameo bit. Uh, Napalm in the morning quote. That's not. It fucking looks like him, but it's not. Uh, Kilgore. It is Robert Duvall. Wow. I stand corrected. Wow. I apologize. God. I steal trap memory. I, I did not make that connection. I mean, that's. Yes, I know the, the Wagner, like you can't hear that anymore and not see the helicopters, but fuck, that's Duvall. Okay, so young. All right, well, that's the that's the short for this episode. Uh, wow. Uh, Told you. God, after after watch this again just to see that, that's wild. Uh, yeah. So, war movies are. It's a, such an interesting genre because they span so many wars, and they. Yeah. And they're so different and they take on uh, like there are some that are like this podcast I listen to. They they watch some movies that were like Japanese movies from the Japanese point of view during World War Two uh. uh, and just how crazy and mind shifting that was. I'll bet. Uh, I'll bet it was. And but like it's like every every uh, yeah every every like every sports team thinks that you know God is on their side every side of the battle thinks that they are but I'm currently going through we've discussed this before I am sure of it in June welcome to June uh, we go through this thing where the teachers at my daughter's high school just like they're the high school the school season lasts until the end of june here uh and i know in the states lots of my uh lots of my facebook peers their kids are already done with school but uh, here school goes until june 29th or whatever and but uh, the teachers have fucking checked out. Like, they just don't go to school. Because they got so, vacation time saved up? No. Stuff like that? It's not even that. Like, they've, they they've given go. the kids all the exams. And the excuse that I've heard is that they are going in separate classrooms to help the students that need... Uh, special help to like finish, Makes sense. but but that if if true it, it would make sense. But the, like my daughter says, uh, yeah, but those kids don't even go either. So like none of the kids go, none of the teachers go. 
it's just like a free for all, like, like fuck this, it's over. I mean, starting uh, a week. It's like a a couple weeks. So, so, and it's just like, do you send them to school? Then why not just keep home? We we've 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 stopped uh, sending my daughter just to, to high school, uh, which uh, annoys the shit out of 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 her brother, who still has to go to elementary school, where they also don't do shit. Uh, but they, it's just, I don't know. It's it's like way to way to model a, a work ethic for the young people. I don't know. It kind of blows my mind and irritates the shit out of me. But what well, you do? like you, you can send your kid there, and there will be an adult that will sit there and babysit them for right. the whole time. But right, right. But well, what it is the fuck what it is. is. It's, it sounds like accepted part of the school culture, which probably nobody, not too many people, really want to buck. I'm sure the children don't give a shit. No, they just assume be freelance. And the teachers, you know, teachers give less too, of a shit. Yeah, the only ones who might care are the parents, and we're too busy to change their schedules, so they just let them babysit. But and, like some of the kids, some of the kids are like taking a bus to another town, and then are just allowed to roam around in that other town. That's not good. Like at least, at least with my kid, uh, like she asked me a couple of days ago, like there are no teachers here. Can I just come home? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so she walked home. Uh, but if she was in another town and I didn't have a car available at the moment, it would just right. be like, yeah, roam around in this other town uh, on your own. Or stay in school. Yeah, or stay in school. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, it uh, it's kind of a fucked up situation. Yeah. To, to Sounds like quote a-, a war movie. One of them. Fubar. Well, all these systems, you know, all these systems, self-perpetuating systems, that the, de- the, the, the deficits are so obvious and so well-researched and so well-understood, and yet there's no connection between the science and the practitioner. There's nobody to say, let's make sure this applies. So there's chaos ensues. It's a mm-hmm. rut. It's the easy, the, the easier route. The easier route. The, it's easier, the rut route. Uh, like uh, puzzle, you know, one-dimensional puzzle route. Here's a bunch of pieces of things you do, and all together, that that's complete, and it's not because it's not human-centered. Huh. It's uh, it's case-centered. Um. And it should be human-centered casework, not casework with a humanistic attitude, but actually the other way around. Uh, That's so deep, man. Yeah, I know. I know. It's hilarious, isn't it? It's like (laughs) the smell of reason in the morning. So uh, the the there's a music festival up the road from us, a blues festival in Marshall, Michigan, which is a gorgeous little town, about 
uh, I don't know, it's 45 minutes from here, but if I would go, I'd, I'd put my spouse in a wheelchair and we would go. She, she suggested it, um, but uh, we'll see how it goes. How are your, given your adaptation to your, uh, to your in-laws, the, I assume you have ramp powers to your, you have ramp entry exit to your house. Ramp? No, uh, actually we, uh, no, uh, we don't. Just dunk down the stairs? No, well, Nikki isn't going to go down the stairs for a long time and if she goes if she goes saturday it'd be the first time and dan has a deck i built off the back for him to sit so he doesn't when he does need to go he hangs out of the rail and walks down the stairs okay and gets his gets his uh his uh, uh stand-up wheelie cart uh his walker um, uh, at the bottom of the stairs and I yep. built the deck with a handle that's like I've seen Hercules it. would have trouble ripping this one apart, man. Yeah. Although the wood has Rough. started to dry, and I'm saying a, a, a board is rising off in the air, and it's got to be controlled. I'm going to have to get my uh, saws out and trim the board that's underneath it because it won't let it go down. It's swelled up dried out it was swollen it's drying out so it's shrinking here again with swollen wood and your deck picks yes it's like come on that's what i i watch it i watch the i watch the wood and the deck dry i sit there and just yeah dry a little little woody it's turning real yellow uh as it dries and uh, it's quite it's quite pretty. Lord knows I put enough screws in it. So I had a problem with the staircase, but uh, I had a measurement wrong. I had to redo the staircase. So to we we uh, we went for a hike this past weekend with a coworker of my wife's, uh, who we really like, and at the end of the hike, he gave us. Uh, some fruit from a tree that he has in his yard. Uh, are you familiar with a fruit called loquat? Um, I might be. I'd have to see a picture. What's it? What's it look like? It's uh, they're they're sort of plum sized and they're yellow, and on the inside they have between one to three large little nut um, like pits and they're super sweet and they're so easy to eat because you can just like you can throw the whole thing in your mouth and easily spit out the little the little pits unlike like a like a peach or a plum right. where, like, like a the meat, where the meat sticks to the to more the like a date and yes sounds like a date actually well sweet I mean, with a pit if you if you asked her nightly nicely like she might go out with you but uh, 
but yes, uh, or you could go out with the loquat. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to see a picture, but it's not what I was thinking. I immediately pictured an ugly fruit, which are the knobby, real knobby. No, it's an ugly word. Loquat is a is a pretty, like it's not a high quat. But I will uh, send you and link in the show notes a the Wikipedia article article for loquat. It's a it's a large evergreen shrub or tree grown commercially for its orange fruit or for its leaves, which are used to make herbal tea. Uh, yeah, and they just have these large. Uh, there's large seeds. Anyway, uh, he's got this. He's got this tree where. So like, what you're eating is the uh, soft, the, sweet protection over the seed. Correct. Correct. Yes. So it's like a. It's a. It's a picture of apple, which is full of seeds, but instead of rotting and being not good, as it starts to deteriorate, it becomes great. Because that's what's happened to this. It's it's deteriorated to the point of being sweet gummy. It wasn't like that for a while. It was yeah, like- when it's when it's green, it's 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 too sour, right? Uh, but but yeah, but unlike turns- an apple, it doesn't rot. It ripens. Well, it does. Like they they do fall off the tree and they bruise really easily. So like yeah, you can't really pick one up off the ground and and eat it. But uh, anyway, it, it's a Chinese in origin. Its name derives from the Cantonese lo and guat, uh, meaning black orange. Oh, black orange. That's a, that should be the name of a TV show. Not to be confused with kumquats. That's a totally different uh, creature. Although they sound like they have similarities. Uh, they have similar... Uh, right, etymologically. Uh, similarities like molecularly <laughs> etymological the uh, the 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 guat part is the same word in Chinese for both oh. kumquat and loquat but there you go news well fascinating 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 thus closes our uh, tree fruits summer corner Welcome, you know, welcome back. Hey, Dennis. Hey. Happy happy solstice, my man. Today's the solstice. Oh, is it? In, in fact, it was, technically, it was like six hours ago. Well, what does that mean exactly? The solstice is the, uh, for the Northern Hemisphere, for the summer, summer solstice, it's the longest day of the year. It is the time where... Uh, due to the angle of the rotation of the Earth related to the sun, uh, we have more sunlight than any other day. Well, um, and here is and it's it, it's often celebrated uh, in Europe with like um, uh, dances and burning of witches and things. Yeah, and the winter solstice you may have heard of is a holiday. Uh, that they rewrote the history to make it uh, Jesus's birthday in December. 
where he was actually born in like summer, but whatever. Oh, well, don't ever let the facts get in the way of a good story. No, exactly. I try not to. So uh, today is the summer solstice for the Northern Europeans and the winter solstice for the Southern Europeans. So and I wonder, all of our listeners I, down there in, in Aussie land. Where do we sit in that here in uh, uh, the Western uh, part of the Midwestern region? Where do you sit? What? The Northern Hemisphere. Relative to the solstice. Is it for us? Is Northern Hemisphere. Yes. No, yes. It's, it's north versus south, not oh, west oh, versus oh, oh. east. Okay. I thought you said Northern European for some reason. I... No, Northern Europeans is where is where we burn witches and shit. Oh, oh, oh. you guys of have course. lost that. Uh, of course, of course, tradition. <laughs> but yeah, we well, we have bonfires. Uh, in the 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 Scandinavians have crazy bonfire shit, and we do here in Spain too. Uh, where we? Hey, uh, uh, I get. I just flashed on something. I didn't want to forget. Damien Lewis is coming back to billions. He I left. quit watching it when he left. Huh. I watched one episode after he left and did not continue it. And he's coming back. But I also thought of him because of war movies. We've talked about Band of Brothers, right? Yes. I mean, yes, of course. Oh yeah. What a fucking hero. Like, I don't think he'll ever do a better character than the, than that one. Well, Wither, he's, he's done some characters now. He's got a new uh, spy movie coming out soon. Yes, we've discussed this, and I've looked it up, and I've since forgotten. But not uh, yet. Not yet. But what he's doing in the meantime is he's walking off an elevator, walking into the offices of uh, his rival, who skinned him alive and got his company for dirt in exchange for going to a non-extraditable country where he couldn't be charged for his crimes. Somehow he's back. Did you watch it? I watched the first couple seasons and we talked about it. And, but then because I don't have like actual showtime, I have to like find it. Uh, I have to find. I have to go and look for Showtime. Uh, it wasn't. Um, yeah, I ran out of energy for billions for that, for that show. But yeah, well, and uh, I, you can tell how enamored I was that if if just one character leaves, I give it up. Indeed. Um, but some of some of it was a little uh, slapsticky. Kind of, I mean, like uh, caricatures hmm. of, of people. Um, Damien Lewis can pull it off, but not too many other people can. The dude who uh, played his number two, well, of course, let's not talk about Billings. You barely watched it. What else is out there? Something's going on. Something's coming on. What are we waiting for? New season of what? Oh, yeah, the doers, eh? We're waiting for. Uh, what? Uh, have you heard of this show called White Lotus? 
I watched it and the first episode and thought it was slapsticky and not funny. And Fuck. so we're, we're the same there. Uh, the there are people whose opinions I respect that claim that it is actually quite good once you get into it. Um, but it's it's on HBO, and it apparently stars because you know I've been sending you these uh, these videos of uh, actors on actors, yeah, uh, on on YouTube, and there was one. Uh, so the the main thing that I finished this week was Ted Lasso, which is on oh, yeah. Apple TV Plus. That um, pretty uh, pretty well acclaimed. Uh, Bit of, it's uh, it's freaking amazing. The uh, the last couple episodes, um, I got like eighty percent through the episode, and I was like, "This is really hilarious comedy," but like, I haven't cried yet. And then I, by the end of the episode, I was just fucking bawling because they're so fucking good at no uh, kidding. Uh, at, at that, and but they, it's over, right? Yes, one they, season? It, it, it's all over. Uh, one three seasons, down. three seasons. Oh, three seasons, and three seasons, huh? Yeah, and they they very clearly chose to end it uh, because it. They did, yeah. They did the Seinfeld thing of we're we're high as a kite. Let's stop this right now. Uh, and they, what Ted Lasso, the, what Ted Lasso had was, it was a, an emotional salve during the pandemic. It was, we're all fucking stuck at home and life sucks. And here's a show that is. Uh, not in a trite, uh, laughable way, but in like a sincere way. Let's just be nice to each other kind of show that we as a culture had not seen in a while, if ever, uh, to this level. And I mean, it's like Mr. Rogers, right? It's like if Mr. Rogers was a was a um, was an episodic TV show where like stuff happened. What and about the uh, Woody uh, Harrelson television series Chaps? The uh, about the bar. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Chaps. Uh, that 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 was that was well. When I was a kid and I watched Cheers, my parents let me watch Cheers, and I watched Cheers and. It was it was funny, but then when I was an adult and I watched Cheers, I was like, "This is all fucking sexual innuendo." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, all of it was all about sex. Right. Uh, and I didn't, as a as a nine year old, <laughs> I didn't get any of that, of course. Uh, but um, but watching it later, the actress, the uh, oh god, Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley is who I'm thinking of. She said her. Ups and downs, uh, particularly on the scale. Um, well, she's she died she's for down sure. for good now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, she was, uh, I always liked her a lot, uh, no matter, you know, what her size. I, I was a fan because again, I was a, I was not really an adult yet. Uh, I enjoyed those, um, there's look who's talking movies where uh, it was the, like the baby was voiced by Bruce Willis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> talking anyway. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 Ted Lasso was this breath of love when we really needed it. And now that we, we don't so much anymore, I think it's good that they're going their own, that they're going their own way. And it was just an amazing moment. And it will hold up. Like, I think if you don't see it for another 10 years and you watch it 10 years from now, I think uh, it will still be as good. Yeah. Because it's it's just pure. Uh, in the way that, like, uh, the, the main character is, like, from the Midwest. And so he's... Yes. Uh, and he's uh, he, like in the way that like Mormons are just like nice people. Yeah. Uh, in in the way that like you, you want to be annoyed, but, but you can't really be because they're just actually nice. Uh, the, he, his character is very, is very like that. And, uh, and he just, the whole premise of the show was let's just think the best of people, not the worst of people. And that premise is so foreign to literally all of us in this day and age that is kind of wild. But anyway, I won't talk anymore about that. But that's, well, I can't wait to see it. I've, I've you'll have to figure out how to get Apple TV Plus. You'll have yeah, to get one of your uh, minion I got, I got children. These lists. I got these lists of things, but... I'm working again, man. So I'm. Uh, it's been a whole new, uh, whole new life, and I've discovered. I've, I've been this way for as long as I recall. Where I'll sit at the keyboard for hour, hour and a half at most. Sit down, having set a goal for the next hour I work before I leave, and I'll do something else for a half hour. Uh -huh. I go out, you know. Yep. Plant some plants or water the yard or do something and then come back to it and it actually helps me with my to-do list too but that it means though that a four-hour day it takes four hours of work takes over six hours you know and um i was contemplating about what it would be like to go back full time and i thought man that would if i'm going to work that way I'll have to, I'll have to be busy for ten hours a day, or or even and let's say laying down for a half hour is busy. Let's include that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, yeah, I count I count I I build my employer for for my half hour lay down. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what my previous employer was about was. Uh, being the most productive you can in the time that you right, have right. and how you can schedule breaks and shit to maximize your mental uh, acuity. 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 
Acuity. You're so acute. Anywho. 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 I guess, uh, I guess we'll see you next week, man. It's like. Why are we, are we, we've been talking a long time, haven't we? Been a while. Well, I mean, unless you have other, other stories. Other, well, to tell me let's about. see. Let's see. I, uh, not the no weather. projects, just been the watering weather. the lawn, doing contract work, caring for the, uh, for the, uh, for the missus. Caring for the for the uh, injured and elderly, the infirm. Uh, but uh, tonight, I'm, uh, my son is here. He's on uh, duty, so to speak. So I'm going to go down and listen to some blues. It's only once a month. This little trio plays uh, out of favor. Boys, just the best blues band in town. And we, uh, they got a duo or a trio. We have talked a lot about it. Our listener has heard of mention of them. Yes. I will stop linking to them. Yes. All right. Well, adios. Adios. I'll be a little late next week. I heard you. If you want to do a freaking webinar instead of this. No, like, no, that's fuck. not the case. Now, let's not, let's not get overly dramatic, shall we? You've Look, not been spurned. You've I can. Been asked to, I will. I will webinar you for the first half hour if you'd like. And here's my presentation of my slides about. Oh, hey, listen, uh, let's just do a dual screen. You and I'll talk, and on the side I'll be uh, listening to the webinar. We'll work it in. Yes, because because what I what I have too much of is your attention. So if, <laughs> if we can if we can divide that. Oh yes, indeed. Well. I'd say au revoir, but I don't know for sure what it means. So I'll just say, what is it? Sayonara. A live a dirty. Is that it? Arrivederci. 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 Drop, should I drop it? No, I don't. Drop it. That. Drop it. Just like it's hot. Okay, that's it for episode number 187. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 187. Sadly, it seems that between the recording and the editing, the submarine has been found destroyed. So it goes. Look, you got to take precautions when you do crazy shit like that. Anyway, patreon.com slash happyhour. See you next week.